Eating habits might be one of the things influenced by staying at home, increased changes, and stress. Medical weight loss specialist Dr. Ron Rigby gives his insight on how to avoid the quarantine 15 in this podcast by learning how to combat bad eating habits during times of stress. Welcome to The Daily Diagnosis, a healthy lifestyle podcast provided by Ogden Clinic. We're your prescription for health-centered conversation, stories, and advice. I'm Parker Shaw, and with the help of my team and featuring the talented providers of Ogden Clinic, you reach a positive prognosis for your podcast addiction by listening to The Daily Diagnosis. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this video interview. This is Parker from the marketing team, and I'm joined today by Dr. Ron Rigby, one of our uh, medical weight loss providers for Ogden Clinic. Dr. Rigby, do you want to introduce yourself to our audience who may be meeting you for the first time? Okay. I'm Dr. Ron Rigby, um, as he said, uh, medical weight loss, or other people will call it metabolic health. Um, I've been part of Ogden Clinic for about five years. Um, I, my clinic's in Layton, um, just off Antelope, I'm with Utah Spine, we're together there. And I've been doing this for about 100%, about three years. and just love helping people fix their metabolic health. And that can include multiple different problems. But my goal is to help people lose weight. Perfect. Well, that's really cool. And uh, we've talked about this before and how this has been a personal journey for you. And um, so if those of those of our audience members that are interested, we did a podcast episode with Dr. Rigby. He was one of our first uh, providers on there. He's number one. So if you want to go and hear his story, it's pretty inspiring. Um, so you can go back on the daily diagnosis and listen to that interview. Um, but we did want to talk about one aspect of metabolic health, like you mentioned, or medical weight loss, um, that is pretty prevalent in today's world. You know, with everything that's been going on with COVID-19 and this pandemic, as you might say, I know that it alters a lot of people's eating habits, their emotions. And today we wanted to talk about that, um, specifically about emotional or stress eating. And to just open up that topic, I think we hear that a lot. Sometimes jokingly, people say, oh, I'm just eating all day. I'm so bored. I don't have anything to do. Or I'm so stressed. I'm stress eating all the time. I know that's something that even I myself has said. Um, is this a real thing, a real condition that happens to people when they are under stress? Could you kind of just open up the topic that way? Yeah, it's, it's very common and it happens to most of us because in our defense, that's what we've been taught to do. When we were growing up, you showed up to school, you gave, were given a treat. You passed the test, you gave it a treat. You screwed up a test, you got a treat. You played really good in your soccer game, you got a treat. You played pretty bad, you got a treat. We've been taught to turn when things are stressful to old habits, and all those old habits usually turn to eating food. And we're usually not going, oh, I'm eating bacon and eggs or a green leafy salad, which usually more of what we call the refined carbohydrates, the sugars, the, the pasta, the potatoes, the soda, the, the cookies, the cake, the ice cream. So we're turning to things that break into sugar. When we eat it in our body or when we eat it, you break it down into basically glucose or your blood sugar. And so it spikes it. So we're all taught to do that. We wouldn't say all, but very common. That's most of us. Now, some people do go, Oh, when I'm stressed, I don't eat. And that's great. But most of us turn to food when we're stressed. And right now, 
nobody's ever been through this where you're not supposed to go anywhere. You're supposed to avoid people and we're very social creatures. You're not supposed to avoid that. You're not supposed to go anywhere. You're not supposed to see anybody. Most of us are now working in a small office or not going to the office. We're not seeing the people. We're, we're totally out of our routine. So everything's been turned on its head and we go back to our old reliable, where's the food? Right. So it is a real thing. It sounds like it's really common. Is this something that affects just adults or is this something that would be common amongst adults and children, teenagers as well? Basically, it's going to affect anybody or has the potential to affect anybody who this whole pandemic has really affected. So kids going to school. Well, now they don't go to school. They don't see their friends. Uh, people who have jobs who aren't going to work or people who were retired that were traveling a lot where they can't leave. Anybody with that type of kind of that age group is going to be affected. Now, somebody who's at home all the time, kids who never went to preschool or something like that, it's like, geez, I have more people to play with. No big deal. Or older people who were basically staying at home anyway, who weren't all they really did is go to the grocery store or see people once in a while and their family doesn't live close. So they're not hanging out with them. Their lives haven't really been changed, but right. most of us, the majority of us who aren't going to work or having to do more stuff online, learning how to do technology that most of us don't know how to use, <laughs> those are those people who are going to really be affected because everything, like I said, has been turned upside down and we're outside of our comfort zones. Okay. Well, that's super true. And I think, you know, there, there's evidence of that. I think I mentioned earlier that's something that I've noticed just even in my own life that is when we are out of our routines, it, it really does influence a lot of our habits. And talking about those habits, what are ways that people can identify if they are eating maybe for more of a stress or emotional relief versus just hunger? Well, a couple of questions would be, why am I eating? Is it because I'm bored? I'm stressed? The stupid computer won't work? My The Wi-Fi keeps dropping so I can't do the things I need to do? Or I'm now trying to learn how to do algebra that I haven't done for 20 years because I've helped my kid and teenager or my teenagers figure out their trigonometry and algebra. If it's because of stress, try not to eat. But if it's because you're truly hungry, I haven't eaten all day, or a lot of times start with if when you feel like you're kind of hungry, why am I hungry? Have I been drinking enough water? And again, I'm going to say some controversial things in the sense of we've always been told to avoid salt, but a lot of times when we get those cravings, a lot of times we do need a little bit of salt. So don't be afraid of adding those types of things a little bit to help us, but try to figure out why, why do I want to eat? Just because I'm walking through the kitchen and there's food in the refrigerator or something else is stressing me out. I always joke with my patients who come in, if I'm going, I'm usually run behind, which I apologize to my patients. But if my nurse or my MA came in and go, he'll be here in five minutes, but on the back of a piece of paper, he wants you to list things that need to be done now or sometime in the next six months at home, work, whatever. Most of us could probably fill that piece of paper with all these different things. Well, I need to work on this. I need to clean this out. Well, make that list. When you're stressed or bored and trying to figure out what am I supposed to do, go find the list. Go work on one or two things. Because a lot of times when you get out of that routine and you get doing things, you get busy and now it's been a couple hours and you're not as hungry. But if you're not quite sure, it's like, I think it's stress eating. 
can I put it off for five, 10, 20 minutes, maybe a half hour and try those different things? Because by doing that, a lot of times we get busy and get distracted and start moving on to something else. Right. I think those are some great suggestions. Um, I like how you mentioned kind of doing a little self-analysis and questioning yourself. Are there other ways that we could be more proactive in combating stress eating if it is a big part of our lives? Like um, you mentioned, like we're out of our daily habits. Are there other sort of things that we can do to avoid it besides questioning? Or what would you suggest if it is becoming a problem for somebody? Well, part of it is try to create a new routine. So if you were one that got up at a certain time, went exercised or went to the gym or got up and got a shower, got dressed, drove to work, um, was at work for so many hours, try to create something. It might not be the same routine, but something like that. So get up about the same time. If you can't go to the gym, which you're not supposed to because they're all locked down, go for a walk or do something at home that can incorporate some of that physical activity, be it yoga, be it push-ups, calisthenics, could be going for a run or a walk or do something at home in that time you would normally exercise. Then take a shower about the same time. If you have breakfast, eat the same type of routine, get dressed and go into work. Do the work, have the routine type thing. So my time, let's say you get done at five, you have an alarm at five o'clock, you shut it down. If you got done early, I've actually had multiple patients going, I've got all this extra time because one, I don't have to get ready as much. And two, I don't have to drive to work. Therefore, if I start yeah. when I get up, I'm done sooner. I have all this extra time to work on all these projects and do these things. And so try to have that routine and kind of create something. It might not be exact as you had before, but kind of finding the things you want to do, but have it something that's easy and make it set, rephrase that, Set it up so it's easy to do, because unfortunately, a lot of times when we're trying to create new habits, we're, we fall back to old habits because we're all creatures of habit. The reason we're creatures of habit is because we found something that works for us. We like, we understand the cues, we understand the routine, and we get a reward. Either we accomplish something or we feel better or something accomplishes that we really like. So that's why we're creatures of habit. I was joking when you say, if you're driving home, you could drive home. You could probably do it mindlessly. But if I ask you when you got home, how many school zones did you go through? How many school buses? How many red lights? And I tell you before, you're going to pay attention. But on the way home, you're safe and you drive home, but you get in the habit, your routine type thing. We've been thrown out, but we're trying to create that. But we get in those old habits and we're trying to create new habits. Now, that's the thing is a lot of people go, well, habits are always there. And some would argue they are. We're trying to create new habits that we can fall into versus the whole rat race of trying to figure out what, because we all like to do things that are easy. None of us like to do hard things. We can do hard things, but we're learning how to do hard things, but we want to do something easy because we've learned how to do it. Right. I like that. I like that suggestion to establish new routines. I think that is a little bit of a challenge, but I don't know. I think I've had at least a little bit more motivation in my life now that the weather is kind of being a little bit better. It just seems like there's a new horizon now that things aren't quite as cold and dismal. Um, but I like that. I think that's a great suggestion to, to anybody who wants to make a change. Um, another question kind of going along with the topic, are there certain triggers that people should avoid 
um, when it comes to stress eating? Well, first of all, I would say find the foods that really trigger you. Try to get them out of the house. But then also try to figure out what triggers you. Is it being frustrated with computers? Is it trying to remember things you're trying to teach or reteach your kids that you had a hard time in school? Try to find something else. Find those triggers for you, and but look for those triggers and try to avoid it. But then outside of avoiding it, if you can't avoid it, what can I do to do to deal with that stress? Maybe it's going for a walk more often. Maybe it's incorporating, this is a good time to start new habits and sense of meditation. Maybe it's prayer aspects. Maybe it's your reading. You've got a whole stack of books you want to read. You now incorporate reading. Maybe you're start, starting to some of these things that when you get flared up or stressed or whatever you want to call it, that's a reminder I need to go take my five to 10 minutes of a deep breath or try a couple of do different yoga poses, or I'm going to take a five minute walk outside and get out and enjoy the sun. Yes, we need sun. We need the vitamin D. We just don't want it at the high, the extreme high times of the day. So be careful with that. Right. That's great. Really awesome points that you pointed out. Um, I love that. So kind of moving on, um, what advice would you give to somebody that might be dealing with emotional or stress eating? I mean, you've brought up some amazing points, but any final advice that you might give to somebody that's wanting to change now? Well, try to figure out what you want to change and what's an easy way you can make it that way. So it might be you're trying to incorporate more water. So maybe what you do is you have your water bottle set around, maybe you carry it with you or you have, say you're at home, you have it on your desk, you have it several places in the house. And when you walk by, not that you have to drink the whole thing, but you take a sip. If you want to start the whole idea of exercising or walking, basically what you do is you have an alarm, you get up, you have the clothes already set up, you have your shoes set up. You want to make things that are easy. But sometimes when it comes to the habit and some different People who talk about it will talk about stacking or many these minor mini habits is add another habit on top of that. So if I usually get up and I get up and have a cup of coffee or I have a glass of water in the morning, maybe I take five to 10 minutes or five, start with one. Can I do meditation or things? But I'm trying to do something I already do and add something I'm trying to create on top of that. Right. But also try to make it as easy as possible. But also the ones you're trying to break, try to make it harder to do. So if it's trying to spend more time with your kids, hang out and work by your kids. Or if it's more of I'm trying to spend less time on electronics, send a timer so it goes off or you reminder to get off electronics after a certain amount of time. Because unfortunately, we get in these habits and routines and we stay there. And when stress just makes it worse and we want to go back to what we're always used to, so right now, with everything being in turmoil, we fall back into the old habits. We need to try to create new ones. And again, right now is a good time to try, but it's always better to try to do it when things are a little less hectic. But why not start now since everything's in turmoil? <laughs> right. Then maybe see one positive thing come out of this, right? Exactly. Well, that was great. I think that's a really awesome suggestion to try and create uh a habit based off of making it easier for yourself. I think that's a really, really positive way to take a small step forward. So thank you so much for that. Um, well, kind of wrapping things up, is there any sort of 
final tips or advice you'd want to give anybody that might be tuning in? So a couple of, couple of things. One, if you have gained a lot of weight and if that's the, the thing that's going on, um, we'd love to help you with the Ogden Clinic Medical Weight Loss. We do telehealth, so we can even do an initial consult online, but you can go to ogdenclinic.com or you can go to our website, utahmedicalweightloss.com um, for some we're trying to create, give you some tools and stuff like that. Um, and if you really like these ideas of some habits, um, some of the two books, especially since you got extra time and you want to read, one would be Atomic Habit, Atomic Habits, easy for me to say, Atomic Habit, Habits. Um, the other one is The Power of Habit. So two books that, about looking at habits and how to change those types of things. But stress eating is very common. So don't beat yourself up. Don't be hard on yourself. It's more of when you realize that that's the time you can make a change and, and try to figure out what you want to do. And maybe now, even before you even know what, or if you're having it, what would you like to do and how would you signals and what can you do to help change the direction you want to go? So we're here to help you. All the other providers at in Clinic want to help you also. But again, if you have diabetes, Again, the benefit if you have diabetes and you're eating some of this stuff, check your blood sugar. Check it before you eat it, then check it after about an hour, two hours. What happens to your blood sugar? If it goes up, probably shouldn't eat it. But if you're now having other issues, respiratory issues or joint pain issues, and kind of look at your eating habits. If it's making the pain worse, inflammation can be part of it, and changing that diet might help you. Perfect. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, for those of you that have tuned in today, um, we have more information about Ogden Clinic's medical weight loss on our website, ogdenclinic.com. You can find information on Dr. Rigby there and some of all of our other providers in that space as well. Also information about telemedicine, setting up an appointment. It's all uh, definitely a good way to move forward and make those positive changes in your life. So Dr. Rigby, thank you so much for tuning in with us today and for all the awesome information you shared on helping us combat stress eating and emotional eating. Um, thank you again for all the great advice that you shared and those awesome points. And thank you everybody else for tuning in and hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of The Daily Diagnosis. We're so happy that you joined us today. If you would like to find more information about Ogden Clinic, our providers, or locations, visit us at ogdenclinic.com. If you're listening today from Apple Podcasts app, make sure you leave us a review or subscribe so you can receive more information about the different episodes that we post. We love getting feedback from our audience, so those reviews are priceless to us. If you also would like to shout us out on social media, our Instagram handle is at Ogden Clinic. You can also send us a DM if there's a topic that you would like our providers to cover, and we really look forward to hearing from you. We post episodes weekly, so tune in next week, and we can't wait to be with you again. Have a great week.